Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Thumma Alhamdulillahi Alladhi Hadana Lihada Wama Kunna Linahtadiya Lawla An Hadana Allah Alhamdulillahi Nahmadahu Wa Nasta'inuhu Wa Nasta'gfiruhu Wa Nu'minu Bihi Wa Natawakkalu Alayhi Wa Nasta'nsiruhu Wa Nasta'hdihi ونعوذ بالله تعالى من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلن تجد له وليا مرشدا وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد يحيي ويميت ويميت ويحيي وهو حي لا يموت بيده الخير وهو على كل شيء قدير وأشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا وقائدنا وإمامنا محمدا عبد الله ورسوله أرسله الله تعالى رحمة للعالمين على فترة من الرسل وقلة من العلم فأدى الأمانة وبلغ الرسالة ونصح الأمة فجزاه الله خير ما جزى نبيا عن أمته أوصيكم يا عباد الله وإياي بتقوى الله وتزودوا فإن خير الزاد التقوى واتقون يا أولي الألباب يقول الله سبحانه وتعالى بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون ويقول الله عز وجل ومن يتق الله يجعل له مخرجا ويرزقه من حيث لا يحتسب ويقول سبحانه وتعالى قد أفلح من زكاها وقد خاب من دساها وقال أيضا يوم لا ينفع مال ولا بنون إلا من أتى الله بقلب سليم أما بعد All praises are due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We praise him and we glorify him On this blessed day of Jum'ah In this month of Jum'ah al-Ula we praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as he is deserving to be praised in times of happiness and ease as well as in times of difficulties or trials. The believer always praises Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillahi ala kullihal alladhi la yuhmadu ala maquruhun siwahu ta'ala praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in all situations if it is good then we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by praising him for the goodness that he has given us in our lives and if it is a bit difficult we also praise him because it could have been worse 
And then when we praise Him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the strength to deal with the challenges and difficulties in our lives. And so the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned in this beautiful hadith, عَجَبًا لِأَمْرِ الْمُؤْمِنِ إِنَّ أَمْرَهُ كُلَّهُ خَيْرٌ وَلَيْسَ ذَلِكَ لِأَحَدٍ إِلَّا الْمُؤْمِنِ Wonderful indeed is the case or state of affairs of the believer. In all his or her affairs, there is goodness for them. There is goodness for them, the believer. Because of how we respond to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how we respond to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is something that we should be mindful of. Because sometimes when we face difficulties and trials in life and tests in life, there are some people who may question Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala do this to me? And those are words that can lead you to kufr by questioning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we should be mindful of. Always respond in the appropriate way to whatever situation we are faced with. And the guide for this is the Prophet How did the Prophet taught us to respond in different situations? Last week, we mentioned in our khutbah about the, the, some reflections on the plane crash in Iran. And this week, uh, you may have seen, you must have seen, uh, it was quite a lot in the media. There were so many memorial programs all across Canada, especially in university campuses. Because there are many universities that were affected by this. There were uh, university students, University of Toronto, eight individuals, eight victims in that crash alone, uh, and, and so on. University across Canada. There were, I mentioned last week, there were some bright students uh, in so many amazing specializations some of them already qualified, some of them on the verge of finishing their PhD or masters and so on. So it's a, it's a very sad situation. Uh, so many Muslims lost their lives and so many Canadians lost their lives in that plane crash. I want to share with you some additional reflections. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran he mentions an unchangeable sunnah of his, of Allah subhanahu wa The sunnah of Allah, the law of Allah, that everyone must die. No one lives forever. Everyone must die. It's a law of Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran. And only Allah has no beginning and no end. But someone can be very pious and still they have to die. Someone can be very evil, bad person, 
but still they have to die, no matter how long they may live. This is the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the lesson for us now is that we know we, we have to leave this dunya. So prepare for it. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that your true reward, your full reward, will be given to you on the Day of Judgment. Because for the believer, this dunya is a trial, place of trial. For the believer, for the Muslim, we may go through difficulties. People may take advantage of us. People may persecute us. There's so many places in the world where Muslims are being persecuted, for example. And no one to give them justice in this world. But Allah subhanahu wa is telling us that the day of judgment is the ultimate equalizer. The day of judgment is the ultimate equalizer where all accounts are settled, are taken care of. The one who does not get his or her right in this dunya, they get it on the day of judgment. In the Hadith, the Prophet said, even an animal that's wronged in this dunya, that animal gets its right on the day of judgment. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, who is the successful one? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is clarifying for us this concept. Who is successful? Because oftentimes we are fooled by the dunya and the things of the dunya. And success takes on a different meaning. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala telling us what is real success. فَمَنْ that is the one, Allah the one who's truly, really successful. What it means, the one who is saved from hellfire. But the linguistic implication is even more critical for us to understand. It means you're almost on a, uh, falling into hellfire. And then you're saved. You're shifted away from hellfire. Almost there. You're saved. From hellfire. That is the one who is really successful. That's true success. Because the Prophet says that there are people who would enjoy the dunya. Take from the dunya whatever they want, cheat and rob and whatever they do. Accumulate wealth, enjoy the dunya. But one moment, one second in hellfire, and they'll forget all the enjoyment of the dunya, the punishment of hellfire. And there are those who would go through difficulty in this dunya, but they remain forming faith with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One minute, one moment, one second in Jannah, they'll be placed in, and immediately they will forget all the difficulties, 
punishment, grievances, sadness, sorrows of the dunya. It goes away. Only happiness remains. That is true success because that's eternal success. The time in the dunya is temporary. The time in the akhirah is permanent. Allah this amazing eye is telling us. And the life of this world, this dunya, it is but chattels of deception. Deceives you. Deceives you. This dunya. Prophet says, you run after the dunya, you'll never be able to catch up to it. Because the nature, human nature is that you want something in the dunya, you go after it. But the moment you get it, you want something more. This is how people are, most people, except those who receive the rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Illa man rahima rabbahu. Yeah. People like this. You get what you're striving for. The moment you get it, you want something more. That's the dunya, running after the dunya. You'll never be able to catch up to it. The Prophet says, there are people who want from the dunya, and they're running after the dunya, but they'll never be satisfied, even if you give them Mount Uhud in gold. Mount Uhud is in Medina, a, a huge mountain. The Battle of Uhud took place there. It's a mountain range, like 10 kilometers. Huge mountain. It has many great virtues. Prophet said, the believer loves Mount Uhud, and Mount Uhud loves them. Says Mount Uhud is from the mountains of Jannah. So in this case, now he says, even if you give them Mount Uhud, the weight of that mountain in gold, they would not be satisfied until they're in their graves when it's too late. This is the nature of the dunya. Allah SWT is reminding us. And so, we reflect on this tragic, sad incident. So many people lost their lives, some of them in the prime of their lives. You know. But learn a lesson from it. Kullu nafsin da'ikatul maut wa innama tuwafawna ujurukum yawmul qiyamah. Amazing words from Allah subhanahu wa to help us, to remind us, to show us the way forward, what we should do. And so, on Sunday of this coming week, two days from now, day after tomorrow, 19th of January, we have this special sacred knowledge seminar that deals with this topic, what we need to do to keep ourselves, to place ourselves on the correct path and keep ourselves on the correct path. Strengthen your spirituality, who we are, our inner hakikah, our inner reality, our inner essence, who we really are. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَا وَقَدْ خَابَ مَنْ دَسَّاهَا 
The one, is, the one who is successful is the one who purifies himself or herself for Allah. The spiritual purification. Purify our nafs. Purify our heart. So that our body becomes pure and wholesome. That we do good deeds for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's, the, that's the, the consequence of purifying yourself. You become pure and wholesome, so you do good deeds for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But if you pollute yourself, corrupt yourself, engage in evil actions, then it leads you to destruction, to damnation, to being ruined, or existence in ruin. As someone, one philosopher, mentioned these words, what does it gain a man, or profit a man, to gain this whole world, but he loses his soul? What profit is it in for that man, that person? No, it's no use. Gain the whole world, but lose your soul. No. Why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about what he is looking for on the day of judgment. On that day, the last day, the final day, the day of judgment, when we return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for ultimate accountability, Nothing will benefit us of the dunya. Not our possessions, our wealth, our money. And not our relationships of the dunya. Our family relationships, our relatives, our friends. You know, they, those things, our relationship benefit us in the dunya. If you have good relationship with people, you can do all kinds of things. In some Muslim countries, they refer to that contact as vitamin wow. You have no people, you don't have to follow rules and regulations. You get things done. But the lost man saying on the day of judgment, none of that benefits us. No relationships, none. No wealth, no money. Illa, except. Illa man atallaha bi qalbin salim. Except for the one who comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of judgment with a pure, wholesome, upright heart. Kalbun Salim. The spiritual heart. We took care of it in dunya. And that's how we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the akhirah. That is what benefit us. That's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is looking for. That's what will benefit us on the day of judgment. This pure, wholesome, upright heart. Our good deeds, our good actions. Based on the pure heart. A good heart, a spiritual kalb. That's what we have to focus on. How do we achieve that? How do you achieve this pure, wholesome, upright heart? Kalbun Salim. That is what we, we are doing on Sunday. Strengthen your spirituality. How do we do this? What is the action plan for us to navigate ourselves in this life? How do we live our lives? 
how do we deal with the challenges we are faced with in society? Challenges within ourselves, challenges in our family, children not practicing Islam, not obeying us, not following us. How do we deal with our children, our spouses, our parents, our relatives, our friends, our loved ones? How do we bring them to this path? The spiritual diseases we have in our heart, anger and malice and greed and envy, how do we deal with that? How do we get rid of that? What is the prophetic guidance for that? And for us to understand the importance of having a spiritual anchor in our lives to keep us on the straight path. Just as how that boat or that ship, when it comes to port, it must lower its anchor to remain stable. If it doesn't lower its anchor, it will float away. The water will take it away. No matter how large that ship is, how heavy it is, goes away. But if it lowers its anchor, it remains in port, stable. Your spiritual anchor in your life, how do you get that? How do you establish that? To journey, to travel, the rest of our lives to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when we meet him on the day of judgment, we will meet him with kalbun salim. Kalbun salim, this pure wholesome heart. So this is Sunday coming, two days from now from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. I'd like all of you to come out and bring your family members. Tell them this is a life-changing seminar. Tell your relatives, your friends, your co-workers, other Muslims that you know, that they register, the, the, the organizers will be at the back to take your registration after Juma today. But this is an occasion not to miss. Spend that day from 9 to 5, to equip yourself with an action plan that would grant us success in this dunya and in the akhirah. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us with the greatest of success in this dunya and in the akhirah. Akulu kawli hadha wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa lisa'iru al-muslimin fa astaghfiruhu innahu ghafur rahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa salatu wa salamu ala sayyidina muhammadin وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن سيدنا محمد عبد الله ورسوله أما بعد الله سبحانه وتعالى reveals in this Quran ولتكم منكم أمة يدعون إلى الخير ويأمرون بالمعروف وينهون عن المنكر. Let there be from this Muslim Ummah that special group that would invite people to goodness, that would enjoy what is right and forbid what is wrong. In other words, call people to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. And this is a desire should, that should be in your heart. This is a special group of people, a special group of believers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described them as this great, special, virtuous group of believers, better than others. وَمَنْ أَحْسَنُ قَوْلًا مِمَّنْ دَعَى إِلَى اللَّهِ وَعَمِلَ صَالِحًا 
Who can be better than them? Who invite Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so I want each one of you to do this. Especially on Fridays for Jummah, you come for Jummah, for the first Jummah, one o'clock, Adhan every Friday, bring someone with you. There may be some Muslims who are not coming for Jummah, maybe at work, your co-workers, friends and so on, neighbors, family members, relatives, someone you know. Bring them, invite them to come for Jummah. You increase your blessings, you multiply your blessings, and that person may change. They may come to the masjid, they may listen to something useful, their the heart, the heart is touched by it, they change. You never know. But be from that special group. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and it's a rhetorical question, who can be better than them? Woman ahsanu illallahi. Who is better, who can be better than the one who calls to Allah? The greatest thing you could do in any moment of your time is to invite Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It elevates you in the dunya and in the akhirah. Today we have a special gift to share with you after we conclude our first salah. And I would like to request you to wait back to witness this. And that is, there's one of our sisters, her name is Sister Mary Sakira, uh, who would take shahada today with Acts of Islam. And you can get a chance to witness that and make dua uh, after the shahada. This is a, a great moment for, for uh, a non-Muslim. The, the great moment in their life is if Allah SWT guide them to Islam, that they can take shahada and become a Muslim. Because this, this action is the difference between Jannah and Jahannam. That's what it is. When uh, in Medina, when the Sahabas would witness this, people accept Islam, they would cry because they know the significance of it. Thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide that person to Islam. is the difference between Jannah and Jahannam, paradise and hell, to accept Islam. The Prophet said, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides one person to accept Islam because of you, through your hands, it is better for you than the dunya and everything in it. That's how important it is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for the person who accepts Islam, Sister Mary today, her acceptance of Islam grants her forgiveness for everything that came before. She is forgiven for everything she did wrong before. She starts her record of life with a clean slate, without any blemishes, the moment she accepts Islam. And her dua is that she continues in that way in her life. So you'll get a chance to witness this today. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless her and bless all of us. يقول الله سبحانه وتعالى في شأن الحبيب بعد عود بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على سيدنا إبراهيم وعلى آل سيدنا إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما باركت على سيدنا إبراهيم وعلى آل سيدنا إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد ورض اللهم عن ساداتنا أبي بكر وعمر وأثمان وعلي وأهل البيت يجمعين ونصحابتي والتابعين وتابعيهم بإحسان 
amin ila yaumiddin Rabbana atina fi dunia hasanatan wa fil akhirati hasanatan wa qina azaban nar wa dkhilnal jannata ma'al abrar Ya azizu ya ghafar ya rabbal alamin inna Allah ya'mur bil adli wal ihsani wa ita'i dhil kurba wa yanha'anil fahsha'i wal munkari wal baghi ya'idhukum la'alakum tadhakkarun wa aqimis salah inna salata tanha'anil fahsha'i wal munkar wal dhikrullahi akbar wallahu ya'lamu ma tasna'un